What is good? Point two point two FM Walls Talking Podcast. It is Latoya Justice Shari, and I am filled with a bunch of thoughts. Bunch of thoughts, and it's weird because this is the first time where I can say, "Really, dude? Really, really, dude?" I have seen people from my past whether it was exes or friends that I had or people that I was cool with and now we have fallen out of coolness and I've seen people just go on to do a bunch of stuff and I'm thinking to myself, bruh, am I not on my job? Am I not on my job? Am I not on my job? Now I know, I know, I'm not as consistent as I want to be, and part of it is because my black behind needs to work through my emotions, you know, and I think it's crazy because working through your emotions sometimes can involve a whole lot more than just saying, yo, I'm feeling some type of way. It really takes a lot of work, so today's episode is really about what the heck you feel <clears throat> when you reach a certain point in your life and you realize, bruh, I am not where the heck I thought I was going to be and how to cope with that situation. So that's what we're going to talk about today after the break. Feel good. You are now listening to point two point two FM Wallace Talking Podcast with your host, the victorious Latoya Justice Shari, and your co-host, King Nas. Thank you for listening. You'll get everything on this podcast. Talking podcast. It is Latoya Justice Shari, and I'm super excited more than Campbell's to be giving you this message. Tonight I am recording. It is 9:17 p.m. and it's I was gonna say February, but <laughs> it is November 9th, 2020. And I'm recording this episode because I have realized, like for real Z's that sometimes we get into a point in life where we have to do some type of assessment. You know what I'm saying? Trying to figure out where we are in our life. And what brought this on is for the last few years, I've been working on establishing businesses. And whether or not they start today, tomorrow, or five years from now, has been one of the things that have been put up in the air. And honestly, I feel like having a structured plan is the best part of getting through stuff. But every time something comes up, we kind of pull back between going and teaching the kids at home and 
figuring out when I'm going to go back to work, how many days, how many hours I'm going back to work, and how much time I have to put into working with the kids. And then on top of that, Google Meets and all the stuff that we have to do day to day with just normal cooking dinner, breakfast, lunch, you know what I'm saying? That's the normal stuff. It takes up time. Then thinking about the fact that I'm working on my book, working on the podcast, working on myself, and working on a lot of music and producing music and working on poetry and the blog and the vlog and YouTube and working on a mini series and a movie and then my kids stuff and then working on illustrations and artwork and it becomes like girl and then working on real estate and studying for that it becomes like yo it's a lot it's a lot to do and I think for me I know that I have to be like yo when am I gonna like just really make a real schedule so I can just say well I'll do this every every you know for this month or this I'm gonna have to because it's the only way I'm gonna get through it well with doing all that stuff I feel a lot of it is like, yo, trying to play catch up for all the time that I was in school or working two or three jobs and I can only do two or three classes here or a class there. So it's like playing catch up, but at the same time, it is stressful as hell because I think I've been so preoccupied with what I've been doing with my family and with my own personal life that sometimes I realize that a lot of things that I used to do or a lot of people I used to talk to in the past, I don't talk to anymore, or I don't have the time that I used to have to talk to them. And with juggling all the stuff that I have to do on a daily basis as a parent and as a spouse, it's a lot. But then you add all that other stuff in, it takes up a whole lot more time. I remember just going to school and doing four or five classes and then working, you know, two jobs. It was a lot. You know, taking care of two kids and trying to make the house clean and trying to cook and go grocery shopping. That was a lot. And then once I finished school, like finding a job that I wanted to do and a career and doing all this other stuff. It was just a, it's a lot. So I wonder, like, how many people have that problem? Like the problem of just juggling. And you juggle so much to the point where things that you used to do or wanted to do aren't done and then you go and you get on social media <laughs> and you scroll up on somebody's timeline from when you were in high school and you look at them and they're doing shit that you wish you was doing right now like you're like yo this mom mm, you know what I'm saying is doing all such and such and such touring across the country going to Italy you know what I'm saying al dente in it up you know what I'm saying you thinking to yourself what the what <laughs> like what happened or you thinking like yo that used to be my friend like I see this mug on TV I seen this mug on TV like it's happened to me I, I, there's people that I know that I used to be neighbors with that have TV that are on TV shows and I'm like yo this used to be my neighbor and they asked me to be on one of the TV shows. And I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> That's not how I want to do it. Thought about it. 
But then I was like, nah, I'm good. Then there's people that, like, there was a friend from back in the day. I mean, I really cared about this person. I did. But I kind of just, let me know if there's no kind of involved. Like, I literally just moved forward in my life. And thought that I was doing the right thing. But I never expected to lose this person. I never expected to lose this person. Like, I never... When I was going through high school, this person was my rock. This person was my rock. He was my everything. He was my homeboy. He was my brother. He was my dude. And even though I may have not meant as much to him as he meant to me, he meant a lot. And it seemed like, for me, I'm disappointed in myself because I really wanted to keep him in my life. But I was trying so hard to do the right thing. Like, I met my husband at the time. And at the time, we were not married. And I was, he was the first guy I was ever with. And I was listening to my mother. And I was like, you need to get married. And blah, 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 blah. And I was trying to find my biological parents. And I was trying to do all these different things. And there was a bunch of stressful shit going on. And in the midst of all that drama, there was a lot of burden a lot of shame, a lot of drama, and I did not want to come around him. There are so many things that I went through that he was literally in the back of my mind, not because I didn't think about him, I thought about him a lot, but because I knew that I could not look him in the face. I could, I couldn't, I couldn't look him in the face and admit, did I pick the dude over my dreams? And I picked a dude who wouldn't be there for me and essentially picked a dude over him. Like, and it wasn't that choice. Like, if somebody was to give me it verbally, say, yo, would you choose him or would you choose the person that you've known for several years? I would pick the person I've known for several years because that was my dude. But it would just, it just happened. Like, I didn't want to do the wrong thing by God. I didn't want to do the wrong thing by my doctor mother. And then I was trying to find my biological family. And, and then I was trying to just to make sure that my, I, I, I wound up getting pregnant along with this journey. And I was trying to make sure my son had something I didn't have. And it just became, like, just one damn thing. After. It just came, became just so much. And... And it's saying, you know, like I was rarely talking to him. You know, so much. And I just finally, like, forgot about him in the sense that I didn't want to come see him. I couldn't look him in his face. I, I couldn't. I couldn't, man. I couldn't. You know what I'm saying? I really, really couldn't look him in his face. It just really hurt me. And now... All this time has passed, and I see him, and he's successful. He's living his dream. He's doing his thing. And don't get it twisted. Like, I love what I'm doing. I'm starting from scratch, and I love my podcast. I love my blog. I love the flexibility of it. Because right now, I can't give my all to it. With I, with having two kids, having a spouse, and writing a book, which right now it's basically done. I just have to edit out and dedicate it, which I'm not going to lie to you. I've written a poem about him, and I've already written it in. I'm dedicating this book to him, which is ironic enough. And I, I won't tell him that, 
not gonna tell him that because if I tell him that, I just I don't know. He was really like my my dude. Like I really cared about him. He was my friend and he was really important to me. Like I was it was in a time in my life where I found out I was adopted, like I didn't know. And and it was a time in life where I came from Jersey and I was in Florida and finding out that he was from Chicago and finding out that he was a rapper and he produced beats just like I did. And you know what I'm saying? And he was just so important to me. Like he was so, still to this day, even though we are not where we were and we don't have that, we will never have that again. Maybe one day, alhamdulillah, but not today <laughs> because I have so many mental issues that I have to work through emotionally. And then I have so many projects that I have to do. And I'm not even trying to do this to be famous at all now. Like right now, I just got to get so much straight and so many things out of me so I can get to the point where I can work on marketing. It's going to take a few years to get there because I just want to create now. I just want to be able to do this and be able to be a mom and work on my company. Like I'm really catching up for lost time. I'm really where I would have been 10, 11 years ago, 12 years ago, 14 years ago. You know what I'm saying? I, You know, the mom and the creating, I'm really where I would have been when I first had Sean versus everything. Like, now I have a degree, and I have a son who's 15 and a daughter who's 9, and I am and I have a stable spouse, and now I'm just playing catch-up. I really wish I could have my friend in my life, but I don't see that happening now because I know that he's blown up so big, and I never want him to think that I'm just trying to yeah, I'm saying hop on that bandwagon, but I do miss him. I think about him a lot, like a lot. I mean, a lot, like a lot, like a lot. It's crazy, cause he was, he was the only one I had in Daytona, like the only one I had that I could talk to, and I, I didn't feel like he wanted something from me, cause he didn't. You know, and I loved his family dynamic and. It just felt right. You know, we went to church together. Like, you know, we talked together. We prayed together. We ate together. We chilled together. We walked to the store together. Like, and I feel like it meant so much to me. I don't know how, I don't think it really was a big deal for him, but it meant everything to me. That was really, honestly, my first real friend. Kind of sad, <laughs> like literally, that was my first real friend. He was, he was, he was my dude because he was the only one I could ever trust. Like he was the only one. I had so many people trying to get at me for shit that I had. Like, but he was the only one who just was cool with me for me. So I mean, that was important. And to look to see where he is now, I'm so grateful because I'm glad that I knew him when I had a chance to. Because I could have just been me and just shut myself off. You know, been so into my music that I f forgot to even try. So I'm glad that I got a chance to know him at all. Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, he should have been a star then. Because he's, he's always been talented. He, like, he literally has always been that dude. Like, from day one. Like, I believe he came out of the womb with a microphone in his hand. Dead serious. <laughs> Dead serious. 
Cause dude had lyrics for days. I remember this one rap that I can't get out of my head. Like out of all the songs he's ever made, there was this one song he made called Blood, Blood in My Rap Book. And I thought that was the deepest shit I ever heard in my life. You know what I'm saying? I got blood in my rap book. I was like, yo, this little dude is flowing. Look at this little dude. <laughs> Look at this little dude. Little dude from the flip floor. <laughs> but nah, he was he was really cool. Like he was really cool. And I honestly know that we're in two different directions now. And I know that we'll never ever get that chance to be cool again unless the t- tables turn in some big like weird unconventional way of us being cool again will happen but it would have to be something huge because right now like i don't see us being like that and i just think you know do we all do, like do you ever have friends like that like like friends that you really wish that you would have stayed friends i know i have a few people that i thought yo i still would be cool with by now or i would get cool again with but he was definitely the one that got away. The friend that got away. He was the friend that got away. For me. Like, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure for him. I'm just, like, another person. Because he had a ton of people that was there with him when he was down. But, I mean, the reason why I didn't come is because I was trying to get my son. I was trying to take care of my family. I was trying to find out who I was. And I spent so much time trying to move and stick and move that I wasn't finding out who I was. I didn't get a chance to find out who I was. And now, right now, ironically enough, I, I'm, I got a chance to see who where he is in life again. You know, I got to see him after all these years. And I'm still working on myself. And it's, it's weird. Like, I know I don't want to try to enter in somebody's life trying to work on myself. But, God... I'm gonna lie. If I just had one opportunity to be to be friends again, it would have to come when I got myself together and my family, all of us, all four of us could be really cool. But right now, no. Cause emotionally, girl, baby, honey, sister, child, bra, sis, sauce, I'm not there. <laughs> I'm just not there because you know what I'm saying? It's like going for the job interview. It's like you had the job and then you got, and then you quit the job and it was the perfect job and then you quit it and then you had opportunities to keep working at the job, but then you quit and now you're trying to get back at the job and they'll give you like an application, but you're not, you're not going to be able to just get that interview like you had back in the day. Like you have to really work for it and you have to be on point you know what i'm saying this is your last chance to get this job again the dream job (laughs) that's why i feel like that's why i am right now um with this whole situation i think that everybody has that thing like with somebody whether it's a best friend you know or an ex or whoever everybody has them people that in their life they're like Bruh, I really messed up with that. Like, I really just screwed the pooch. Speaking of screw the pooch, like, that is the most nastiest <laughs> saying. Because where it derived from literally people screwing a pooch is nasty. Yes. 
But anyway, I'm going to take a break because I am really thirsty and I've been talking my butt off. So, you're... What is good? We are back from Frizzle. I am going to wrap it up and talk over in this segment of the show. Because I know I need to take my butt to sleep. Um, but I have to use this on my chest. Because even if he never hears it, even if he does in a year from now, ten years from now, a decade from now, eight months from now, a day from now, I hope that it's a long time from now because we go.
you know, you don't got to use other people. To, oh, I'm your, like, that's my best friend, but I'm not really your best friend. I, it might have been that. And, I, and that's okay. Because <sighs> the truth is, I mean, my best friend is my spouse. I mean, I've known him this whole time. known him over nine years. But at that time, that was my dude. That was my little homie. Now he is a grown man. Yes, grown. Grown. Grown, 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 grown. He's grown. Like, grown. And all that time has passed. The last time I seen him, he was, what, 13? 13, 14? And now he's 30? It's crazy. I'm really sorry. I would, I don't know. Maybe I should put this on a podcast, but I don't know. It's like the only way I can vent because it's like I don't want to, like, I got to talk to my, like, I talked to him about this today. But I'm not, I don't know. I want him to think, like, oh, yo, are you secretly in love with this nigga? I'm like, hell no. Like, I've known him. Like, he was literally, he was a little dude. A little dude, like he was like he was my little brother. Like I don't know, he was my little dude. He had a crush on my cousin, and you know my neighbor down the street. Like there was no way that we two could have ever hooked up. Like it was just it would have never happened, never in a million years ever. <sighs> never, good God no. I was my brother. But, I don't know. I fudged up real hard. It's amazing how I go from cursing for real, for real, to saying fudge. But, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I do that. <laughs> um, but, anyway, I don't know. Sometimes I think, you know, sometimes in life we have people that we really just really miss. And I think it's really important to talk about that. Because, honestly, I feel way better. Cause I'm not going to lie to you. I was having hella anxiety attack like I was freaking the heck out cause I'm like yo I hit this dude up and you know I'm trying to blah, 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 you know what I'm saying be cool and have a little conversation and we didn't have it and I can understand it because I literally went left on him like I didn't disappear like I did a whole Houdini Houdini where's the hat and the rabbit trick like I, I did everything disappear like, the hat, the rabbit, and the stage. Like, everything. The assistant, all of it disappeared. Like, at first, if we, at first we was all there, and now we all gone. Like, where we at? I don't know. I don't know. Where we at? <laughs> and it wasn't my intention to do that. Like, really. I, I was damaged. And I still am. And the last thing I want to do... Last thing I've ever wanted to do was to do damage to someone I really, 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 really cared for. That was like the last thing. Because it seemed like trouble was always following me. Even if I wasn't trying to go in there, I would listen to the wrong people. And sometimes it wasn't even, most of the time it wasn't even, you know, kids. It was people who was grown and family and he was really grown that I was listening to trying to do the right thing and I didn't want 
him to be involved with that. He had everything I wanted. And I'm not just talking about a great family. I'm talking about he had that pure innocence. You know what I'm saying? He had my trust. He had my loyalty. And I didn't want to mess that up. I'd rather lose him than keep him and hurt him. That was just how I felt. And that's how I always would feel. So I said a little bit of my piece to him. But I will never really even get into it because I don't want to hurt. Like, even what I'm saying now, it's a lot, but it's vague because it really isn't how I feel. Like, I'm very, I feel very strongly. And I just, I hope that if you ever hear this, because you know who you are, I'm sorry. And I didn't, I didn't mean to disappear. I just didn't want to hurt you. And that's no excuse. But I do it all over again. If I knew that you wouldn't be hurt. I just, I do it again. I mean, at that time in my life, I probably would have took a bullet for this nigga. Would I do it now? Yeah. Even though I don't know him anymore. Because that was my nigga. That was my homie. That was my little brother. Anyway, I'm about to go out because this is ridiculous. But I do feel better. I do. This is like a whole therapy session. This don't even need to be 0.2.2 walls talking progress. This need to be 0.2.2 Latoya Tishashari tripping podcast. But I'm not going to change that because somebody want to listen to that. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you guys for listening. I hope you're staying safe. And if you got somebody out there that you care about or you feel like you've harmed and you really care about them, even if you don't have a real relationship with them, talk to them. Ask for forgiveness. Get closure. Forgive yourself. Forgive them. And move forward. Don't expect anything out of them because they may be so hurt that they can't let it go. But give them an opportunity to know your side of the story. Because you never know what's going to happen. With COVID-19, everything gets real. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. Every CD I make, every book I make, everything that I do, I'm going to dedicate it to him. Because there was a time in my life where I felt gray and he brought color into it. And even without him being around me, he brought that color back. There's only a few people that I feel like that about. That's my spouse, Henry, my son, and my daughter, and him. You know? And I'm blessed to have them. And I'm blessed to have my sister-in-law, Amy, and Lovely. I'm blessed to know the rest of my brothers and sisters. There's only a few people that can make them, them clouds turn into rainbows. Anyway, I love you guys. You're my family. And you're part of the reason why I do what I do. I don't care if I have one one listener or a million. I will always be forever, forever grateful for you guys listening to me. Because I need this more than y'all know. I need y'all more than y'all need me. 
Y'all need me. I need y'all. You guys are just, there go my country that's coming out. <laughs> Jersey country. <laughs> uh, I've been in Georgia for too long, y'all. But anyway, <sighs> thank you so much. I love you guys. Remember to wrap it up in a face mask. And I wish I would have took this advice years ago, but if you love what you have, you have everything you need. Until next time. Smooches. Thank you for listening to the point two point two FM Walk Talking Podcast with your host Latoya Justice Shari and your co-host King Nas. We appreciate you listening and we heart you fam. But don't forget to check out the Instagram point two point two walls talking podcast and our Twitter. Twitter lately smooches. Peace until next time. Sorry.